I love it. I want it. Salutations and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'd just like to say something before we get this show on the road. I hope you all are doing well. I hope you all are a little bit safer. I hope you're away from all this chaos. And uh, we don't get too serious on this show, but I'd just like to say that for myself, I hope that today you look at the violence, you look at the destruction, and you ask that it stops political you're getting political that you sit down with one another and learn to understand each other a little bit more and that you make this world better for you having been in it make it safer and instead of raising a bat you raise a beer and you sit down and you have a good time with one another without further ado this is gna podcast games nerds and alcohol and let's get this going so you heard him earlier cecil how you doing tonight, Cecil? I don't know what you're talking about. There's no Cecil here. There's nobody here called Cecil. There's just this crazy man sitting here drinking ginger ale. And then we've got Damoc. Damoc, how you doing tonight? Oh, I'm still alive. Uh, I'm going to apologize in advance. We're getting some thunderstorms, so I might get a little clappy in here. Good clappy or bad clappy? He's saying Hello. he's got the clap. Yeah, when the bad clappy comes, the good clappy. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen... We have a long docket on tonight's show. We're going to talk about a lot of different stuff, but let's move into what we are all partaking in tonight. So let's go ahead and get started with you, Damoc. What you uh, what you drinking tonight? Uh, I went to the store and I grabbed some random fucking cans. Uh, so I have Elysian Contact Haze, which is a hazy IPA. It's good, but I don't know how to describe the taste of it. It tastes like every single other hazy IPA that I've ever had. They're just, I don't know, kind of like a blue moon, but more fruity-ish than a blue moon. Eh, I mean, it's pretty good. It was relatively cheap compared to the other hazy IPAs I've seen, so I'll keep drinking it. Uh, I also picked up some Stone IPA, and it's a little bit more on the bitter side than I was expecting, but really enjoyable. And since it came in a 12-pack, it was like, hell yeah. And then I got some Goose Island West Coast IPA, and I need to be very careful of those because I crack it, I drink it, I crack it, I drink it, I crack it, I drink it. Those are really good. I don't know what they taste like except for fucking yumminess. Just be careful. They're fun. Those aren't in uh, bottles, are they? No, I actually had a conversation with Cecil so many months back. We started talking about the differences between IPAs specifically in bottle and in can. And I was like, you know, I've really been noticing that I like Voodoo Ranger in a can. And he was like, oh, I like most of my IPAs in a can. We talked about it for a bit. So I was like, oh, fuck it. Well, let me try some cans. And so I've been trying to pick up some different IPAs in can from ones that I've also had in bottle. And I tend to like the aluminum flavor better And while I do still want to pour them in a cup, they taste good enough drinking them directly out of the can. But in a bottle, I have to pour them in a cup or they don't taste as good. I agree with you 100%. Hmm. Interesting. 
I just drink out of the can because I'm usually just lazy. But uh, I'll have to try that next time with an IPA. Do it out of a can instead of a bo- or a glass. Yeah, lazy you are. That's why you got arms the size of tanks. <laughs> I'm lazy yeah. about some things, not all yeah. things. Yeah, that's how you got lazy there. I see that. <laughs> I see it now. I wish I could be your type of lazy, where I just sit here and my arms get bigger and bigger and bigger, and I don't do a damn thing because I'm lazy. <laughs> when you spend all your time like going to work and then you go to the gym and then you come home and it's like other things need to be done like cooking dinner cleaning or other shit like playing video like finding time to play video games is oh it's becoming a challenge but we'll get into that later um, oh yeah you sure sound lazy over there <laughs> all right mickey what are you uh what are you t- partaking in tonight i already told you in my screaming tight aid i'm drinking canadian dry ginger ale that's it Aye. Okay. I mean, I've got this bottle of Everclear here. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. So, um, I don't know if any of you guys have seen this on on the uh, like the internet. And probably like a month ago, I saw this. So, it's someone with a um, bottle of uh, Corona. You know, long neck ones. And, you know, for those of you who don't know, Corona has a very long neck on its bottle. So, it's popped open... Um, you need a bottle opener for those. And someone takes a knife and they tap the top. They tap the base about midway between the neck and the bottle or the bottom. And then they tap the top and it literally... No, sorry. It's closed. Never mind. It's closed. They do that. So, and when they tap that neck, it literally like shears the glass off. You guys seen that? Yeah, that's uh, that, that's some crazy... Uh, trick and i'm curious if this is um something you could do with a uh a laser torch a lightsaber <laughs> with another uh um, another beer yeah another like bottle like like a samuel adams bottle or like uh what's that one that's really like stubby and brown like i think it's red stripe wouldn't you just smash two bottles together and have two smashed bottles <laughs> yeah i don't want to do that uh, let's see, neck, uh, cut, glass. Let's see if I can't find this. All you're going to find is a whole bunch of women with really hard nipples. No, that's not what I'm going to find. Oh, uh, well, that's what I found when I searched for it. A corona with a knife tapping. Let's see. Oh, God, don't look up hard nipples and a knife. God, I can't get that out of my head now. Okay, so... This is uh, something on TikTok. Yeah, I just watched it and you're full of shit. Yeah, it's like that video I saw on TikTok where they took the monster and they started doing adding all this shit to it and finding out that it was like breaking ceramics and you could like reinvigorate something with it. It was all very funny to watch. All right, let's put this in the recording chat. And it looks like people can do it with any type of bottle. It's, uh, wow. Nope, didn't work on that. So Bud Light's a no-go, apparently. Yeah, gonna call bullshit. This is all TikTok. I don't believe shit on TikTok. I, okay, so I didn't believe this until my cousin sent me a video of him doing this. Well, he was the one recording the video and his buddy was doing it with a knife. So, I don't know. All right, I'll go buy some fucking Corona later. Yeah, well, no, it's so like, so the thing that I believe is so, so it works on Corona, but like I'm watching this video right now and this guy's, Oh, we finally got to work with a Bud Light. Oh, so the guy... (laughs) 
there's a there's a guy that does this with the does it with a wrench or a pair of pliers. <laughs> Sorry, not a wrench, just a pair of pliers. <laughs> he smashes the fucking bottle. Like, yeah, of course that's what's gonna happen. Alright, I'll tell you later on if it works with a uh, a bottle of 120 minute IPA. Yeah. Pretty sure it's gonna turn out like that guy with a wrench though. Yeah. Yeah, you're gonna waste the 120? Nah, I wouldn't waste 120. I'd do this with a bottle of Bud Light or something like that. Hey, you're showing me the video and you're saying it works, so that must mean it's got to work. You gotta hit it right, apparently, because some of these people aren't getting in on the first try. Nope. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well... Alright, when they lean over and they laugh like that, I really enjoy that. So the failures really <laughs> aren't <Yeah>. a failure. <laughs> nope, this one's an exciting one. <laughs> this one I'm actually pretty excited that she hasn't gotten it yet. I might rewind and watch it a couple times, actually. Yeah, I mean, there. she has to wear two shirts, so <laughs> you know it's good. Oh, yeah, layers, man. Layers, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's how they work now. It's the whole big thing. Yeah, so it's supposedly you, you, you tap, so you tap at the, the base. About no, it, it looks like the successful ones on every time are top, then base, then slice. All the other ones that are doing top, then are doing base, the base then top, top and slice are not working. Okay, so... Wait, 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 that, okay, okay, so the first, the second kid that did it, let's see this, let's see where he does this. So he did base, neck, and then slice. Literally, all I hear out of the, oh, this one's pretty good too, hold on. She's no, she's got butter, <laughs> she's got butter face, that, that, but that, that. I'm okay with this. Yeah, there's butter face, but that black shirt. Yeah, that, that uh, yeah. black shirt didn't hide much. No, no, it's not. I'll be in my bunk, gentlemen. No, no that video just doesn't end. All right, whatever. Well... I, ladies and gentlemen, am drinking uh, Blue Moon out of a can. You've heard me talk about it once before. You hear me talk about it a thousand times on this show. It's my go-to. It's cheap, but it doesn't taste like shit. It's a nice Belgian white style wheat ale. It's got like a citrusy note to it. It's very light. Uh, you don't like beer, I suggest you start here. Uh, if, you, if you don't like this and I go try something like a shandy, like a lining cooler, and if you still don't like those... And it's that you think it's too bitter, then I, I guess just stay away from beer. Um, or if you just don't like it because it's a sugary taste and I start going darker like lagers, and ales, or pilsners. But uh, it's a very easy drink for me. I like it more than my first experience like with Budweiser. So basically what you're saying is that's your Bud Light. It is, but it ain't light. Do you remember that time when we pranked you and every single one of us had Blue Moon? <laughs> Yes, the, the one time that I did not have Blue Moon at all, it, that worked out perfectly for y'all, but uh, yeah, I remember that. We even got Shadow drinking it. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> oh, Shadow. Well, moving on to uh, games, uh, we're going to talk about something uh, Cecil uh, invented called uh, the State of Games, where we're supposed to talk about what we've been playing for the last week, or we could pontificate... Um, I feel like someone's supposed to be charging me every time I say that word uh, about where we think the state of games are, or what we think the state of games currently is. So, uh, Cecil, what is your state of games? Well, I'm not going to lie. Completely unprepared for this segment. <laughs> no, really, I haven't, I haven't really been playing anything. Uh, I've been doing my dailies in War Thunder. Oh, been collecting those. Oh, you know what? I have been playing Path of Exiles a bit. Been playing a little bit of that, actually trying to figure out, uh, I actually think I finally figured out how to play that game, and I think I'm 
prepared now to play it with others because I won't be sitting there trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing. What is Path of Exile? It is, uh, the best way I can describe it is a Diablo clone. Very good Diablo clone. Okay. So for those of you who don't know what Diablo is, uh, it's basically a... Oh, Jesus, did you really want me to break it down? It's an isometric ARPG where you're going around beating shit up and taking loot. There you go. Loot and stab. Yeah, it's an action RPG. It's probably one of the best ones that's out now uh, because Diablo 3 and now it looks like Diablo 4 are going to be a miss. Well, no, Diablo 4 came out. It's Immortals. It's it's on your phone. <laughs> I will seriously drive down to Florida and I will shove Diablo on the mobile up your bum. Uh-huh. Yeah, not a, not a huge fan of that coming out on mobile. But oh well. <laughs> yeah, you won't be a huge fan of it coming out of your bum either. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, so, uh, Daymark. What's your uh, state of game? Uh, I've played a little bit of Path of Exile, but I've kind of given it up for the moment. I'm going to wait for the new patch to come out because I'm just going to have to recreate all my characters. And I found a build that I want to run with. And I've been kind of lazy all week, not playing a whole lot until today. I got to play three hours of the new Command and Conquer remake. Congratulations. So you've beaten it four times, right? Hell no, dude. I got to the fourth mission on GDI in the first game, and it's the mission that I could never beat when I was a little kid. So I gave up, went to skirmish mode, had a couple skirmishes, and I was like, ooh, I want to try the Red Alert now because Red Alert was my favorite game. So I jumped in and played a couple skirmishes of Red Alert, and I can't start the campaign yet because I need to beat the original Command & Conquer first. And yeah, uh, I could talk a lot about it. I I really love it, and I really love what they did with it. There are some weird things that I gotta go, oh yeah, you couldn't do that in Command & Conquer that you can do in all the games now. Well, well, alright, G- give us a breakdown of it, like, graphics-wise. Attack and movement. No, 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 like, what, what, what did they improve on it? What, you know, hit, hit us with it, man. I mean, if you haven't watched the video, I, I don't know where you've been in your life, but the graphics have been improved up to 4K resolution. They have even did the the AI upscaling of all the old videos. Um, so they're not great videos when you're the full motion videos for everything. They're not great, but they are not, you know, where is it 240 by 480 resolution anymore? They scale up pretty nice, full screen. Um, in the single player mode, it starts with the old graphics, and you're like, oh fuck, and you hit the escape key, and you're trying to go through the graphics mode, and you can't find anything, and as you're playing it, and only in single player, because it didn't include this in multiplayer, you just hit spacebar, and you toggle between 4K graphics and the original graphics instantaneously. So while I'm waiting for my troops to move, I'm just spamming the spacebar and watching it flicker between the graphic modes, and having a good time. Uh, they changed the UI setting, the the bar on the side in specific to where now it has three rows instead of just the old two. And it, you know, you can zoom in now and you can zoom out. I I don't know, man. It's Command and Conquer remade with some zoom features, updated graphics, a better UI. It's fully integrated with the Steam Workshop, and I'm waiting for the mods to come out. Because uh, it's going to be really fun. I've already started downloading and making custom maps. Yeah, I, and I've only got three hours into it. You know, I, I can only jump onto it for a little bit today. So that uh, that struggling back and forth was. Would you say it's kind of like what we did in Halo? Was Halo instantaneous? Yes. Yeah. Then it, it was toggling back and forth like Halo, but it's just it's spacebar to activate it, 
And you know, spacebar doesn't do anything else unless you bind it, but yeah. Oh, I'm well, literally just playing and spamming it. That's completely different than Halo, then. Because Halo, you use the tab key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Halo had tab. This one's spacebar. Riveting, gentlemen. Just riveting. No, I, hey, you know what they did is they they fully integrated the Steam Workshop, which is fantastic. So I went into a skirmish mode, and I was like, okay, well, let's see. It says custom maps, and I click on that, and it was just like workshop maps. And you click on that, and instead of loading Steam's Workshop, it's all integrated into the UI, so you're just going to scroll down and you click on the map that you want and it gives you details about it, and you click download and it takes half a second, and you just go through and then back out and change the maps. It was really fucking cool. Really easy. Really smooth. And I don't know if you guys were Command & Conquer fans when it came out or Red Alert fans when it came out. When you installed Command & Conquer and when you installed Red Alert, there was the installation process and... It was an opening thing, like you had to select your graphics card or your your sound card and your uh, or the IRQ ports. Yeah, and like all, all the that. old games did. Yeah, right. And it, you know, it, Command and Conquer tried to invest you into that as that being the opening sequence for things. Well, they kept it, except they changed parts of it, obviously, because you know you don't pick an IRQ port anymore for your sound card, and you do a couple other things and it enhances the graphics, so it's all, you're almost getting that installation feel the first time you boot the game, and that was really fucking cool, if you guys were into it or not. That's actually quite nice that they left that little touch in, because there were some games back in the day that really, they made it a little bit more entertaining when they knew you were going to have to sit there and stare at something for 20 or 30 minutes. Descent. What? Oh yeah, Descent had the good one. The one so the the original Command and Conquer game or Command and Conquer Gold when it was on ninety five, uh, that has a a really easy going one where you're connecting to uplink satellites and changing your stuff around and it, it seemed cool. But the Red Alert, you're you know legitimately building a Soviet nuclear missile and then you're going through and picking all your stuff and they kept all that which was really fucking cool. Very nice. Much more interesting than the discussion you guys were having between the difference between tab and spacebar. Hey, that's a that was a you riveting know, conversation. I'm telling you now, riveting. when you're you're playing the game and I'm watching the troops move to get to where they're going, and I'm just spamming the fucking spacebar back and forth, and then I've actually fucked up and tried to like pause stuff because in some games you can hit spacebar to pause the game, right? Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh shit, pause, and I'm hitting spacebar and the graphics are changing. I'm getting confused and looking all over. It's pretty fucking good, man. Yeah. I mean, that's a nice little feature, you you know, when you want to look at stuff in the new graphics, you can do it, or we want to go back and be retro. Good feature. Well, my state of games is uh, depressing, sad, and, you know, half-hearted, you know, flaccid, whatever you want to call it. I've played Pokemon Go this week. That's about it. Haven't had time to do anything else. Been busy with all sorts of other things. Uh, yeah, you're it? really lazy over there. I know. No. Yeah, it was just one thing after another. It's just like something comes up and I had to drop everything I'm doing when I get home and handle it. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Hopefully this weekend I'll have some time to uh, play some video games. Um, I'm feeling that you will, lad. I'm feeling that you will. Yeah, the weather's going to be shit, but uh, we, we still the office still needs to be cleaned up and organized and things put away. And uh, so we got to work on that and then... We need to work on wedding stuff as as well, apparently, so hopefully. We'll see. But uh, let's move into uh, some news articles that uh, I have not read. 
Um, it's all right. We can continue talking about the tab key versus the space bar if you'd like. <laughs> no, we can pretty uh, much stretch that out for a good 40, 45 <laughs> minutes. We, we oh, could. Dude, I could load up the game and we could just, you know, you guys could watch me play it for, you know, 40, 45 minutes while right. I just hit space bar nonstop. All right. I so, actually, I've got a question for you. Just to go completely off topic, because I know I know Blue is really desperately trying to be on on schedule here. What <laughs> would you like guys that. What would you guys think of we take in an episode and we watch a movie, all three of us simultaneously, and we talk about it, and that's the whole podcast is we're just literally talking about the movie, and we give everybody an opportunity at the beginning to press play and watch the movie with us. So mystery science theater three thousand GNA style. There will be That's copious amounts of booze involved. Not a bad idea. Okay, but we get to watch something cool like Tremors, right? Not something stupid. No, we're going to watch something like Chinese Ghost Story or something. Mm, then you can count me. Uh, it's no oh, Chinese. Okay, before you go, no. count me out. Do you even know? It's not a horror. Well, okay, hold on. Technically. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Technically, it's a horror, but it's a horror comedy. And... I assure you, it was made back in, like, 1988. It's not scary. Okay, so, uh, my favorite, um, interaction with someone watching a movie, uh, was, uh, someone watching, um... Debbie Does John Dallas. Wick. Oh, No, John Wick the first time, and they tweeted about it, uh, like, throughout the movie. That was entertaining. Uh, so I vote a movie like that... Or we can, like, I think Demolition Man's out on, like, Hulu or something right now. Oh, hell yeah. We just gotta take, a like, a great... I, I would do Demolition Man any day of the week. Yeah, right? But we just gotta, you know, we just sit there and... The only problem is that there's going to probably be a whole ton of dead air in there. Because there'd be a whole lot of people just not talking. Dead air. Dead air. And you got the joke. Yeah. All right. So, um, idea for next time. GeForce Now gaming catalog status. Uh, opted into the streaming on GeForce Now. They have a very large selection of games. I'm scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. Yeah, that's that's a lot less of news and more of an informational thing. Uh, the article that I was yeah. reading before it when I clicked on that was actually a really great piece of news. That's an article that I just posted there. So that's literally a list of the games that yeah. NVIDIA GeForce Now has available to it. NVIDIA GeForce Now did a whole opt-in thing. They, they completely changed their whole situation around. So instead of them just going out and saying, hey, do you want to be in? They're just going, look, if you want to be in, you opt-in. If not, then you don't. I mean, I agree with it. It's, it's the list. It's to piss people off as little as possible. Yeah. Well, uh... Damoc, do you want to talk about uh, Command & Conquer again? Remastered review, you finally did good EA. Um, I, mean, I mean, EA did great. I'm not going to lie. I pre-ordered and everything, and I am not disappointed at all whatsoever. That fucking space bar is amazing, dude. You've really got to try it out. It's just fantastic. But no, honestly, the like I said, there's a lot to say about it, and but I've been following it for a while. The 
audio that was the defining moment for the soundtrack for Command and Conquer got remixed by the exact original artist who made the beginning stuff. So you're still here. You have the option to switch back and forth with so many, you know, the the old stuff and the new stuff. And I wasn't sure because it's an EA product, but they got the old devs involved and it it hasn't disappointed. I I could talk about the whole damn show, so I I don't want to keep going on and on and on in circles. It's 20 fucking dollars, dude. If you've ever played Command & Conquer and you were a fan of it then, or you were playing the open RA and the restored Command & Conquer stuff, pick it up, dude. $20 on Steam, fully incorporated, everything's fantastic, and the mod community is getting 100% support because five days ago, four days ago... EA released the DLLs on GitHub, so if you have a whole 5 megabytes worth of fucking hard drive space, you too could get the exact game source code. The only thing that they omitted from it was the graphics. So they took the graphics out so you couldn't just download it, compile it, and get you a free copy of both Command & Conquer games with expansion. I'd also like to point out that it's also on Humble Bundle if you would decide to go purchase it from any place. Oh, that's very true. Question mark partner equals GNA podcast. But uh, so let's move into uh, Sega's announcement for the Game Gear Micro, the strangest retro mini game device yet. Comes in four colors and it is handheld. Uh, it's more like finger held. Uh, it's 1990 handheld, the Game Gear, uh, but they're reviving it as a mini retro console for their 60th anniversary. Um, uh, each game go game gear micro is going to cost you about $46 and will be released in Japan on October 6th. Uh, it's only about 13 or sorry, 3.15 inches by 1.7 inches. So yeah. Why that sounds really familiar. I can't remember. Oh, I remember why now. Yeah. And, and the screen itself is only a, a 1.15 inches diagonally. Uh, it's a third of the size of the original. And uh, the, apparently they've got this thing called the um, Big Window Micro, which... No, nah, it's just a Sega Big Window, dude. Uh, sorry, the Sega Big Window. Now they call it the Big Window Micro, but whatever. You have to pre-order all four um, at the same store in Japan. They uh, have not announced a Western release for this. And uh, that's the only way you're going to get the thing. And uh, looking at it, I don't know how the hell that makes it any bigger, any better. It just... I, I don't know. This is, uh, this is kind of uh, a weird move for them to make. Like, why would you make the original one so bloody tiny? Like, I get it that they could, you can make it small, but why would you make something with a screen that freaking tiny? It, it makes no sense to me. Did you, ever, did you ever play the Game Gear when it was out? No, I, I only ever played the Sega games on either a PC or on, uh, there was something that was like the Sega Genesis Mini, but you hooked that up to your TV. All right, I, I, I want to paint a picture for you. Right. Everybody who's played the Game Gear, they're getting older now, and their memories of it are quite fond. Those older people need reading glasses. 
So their hope, they're going to make it so small that the graphics are going to look good. Or the people just won't be wearing their glasses and they'll think they look good. So Cecil, did you own a Game Gear? Fuck no. Okay, so I'm the only person that's owned a Game Gear, apparently, in this podcast. Oh, right I, I highly... D- oh, right now, yeah. I was say, D had a Game Gear. I played his. I think uh, Zyber had a Game Gear as well. I don't remember playing his, though. I've played Game Gears. Game Gears were fun. But uh, I think I was still a little bit more happy with the old school Game Boy at the time. Is that a Game Gear phone? That's the old portable battery pack. Because that thing would go through batteries like crazy. That's the Game Gear battery pack. Where would you store that thing? Because you can't fit it in your anus. You put it's that in got your a cargo clip for your, your belt, man. Oh my god. Oh my nice. god. Very nice. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the original uh, external uh, battery charger that everyone has on their phones these days. The giant. These giant lithium-ion portable... Rechargeable batteries. Did did you see the size of that thing? The portable batteries we have out now are half the size, a third of the size. Of this? That thing is tiny compared to that Game Gear one. It's thinner. It's uh, it's getting there about... Mm, it's maybe... I don't know. Put, hold that up again, Damoc. Yeah, let's compare sizes here. This is definitely what we need to do on this show. We need to compare sizes. It's what it's like phone six is that? times the size of his phone. No, it's not. It's about the length of his phone. Thickness wise, boss. It's yes. not always about the length. Oh. Uh, that's what that's not what she said. <laughs> that's the Pixel 3 XL. And okay. <laughs> that battery pack is a lot bigger and a lot rounder. Yeah, it is, but uh I mean I don't know how long that thing lasted. I mean, this lasts. This will go through. This will do a couple. Oh, that full game charges. gear thing. That game gear thing lasted maybe fifteen minutes. Yeah, dude, it would blow through once you blew through the like nine AA batteries that the damn game gear took. I only remember one game really getting into it, and I played Mortal Kombat on it. I played the Zoop game, uh, and I had a handful of other games for it, but the Sonic the Hedgehog. And the biggest thing about the Sonic game on Game Gear is in the very intro when they're running, Tails will wink. And if you hit start right when he winks, it unlocks some secret. I don't remember what the fuck the secret is anymore. Because I okay. mean, like, I was like eight or nine. But yeah, when he winked, and if you hit start on the game right at the wink, it would play the music and you'd get uh, a secret. Did you seriously have to bring up something else that we have to find? Cole brought up a game last night that I still haven't found. I spent six hours at work looking for it. Oh, dude, you and me both. I scoured the internet today, and I was about to ask on Reddit forum. What game did he bring up? We don't know. Nope, don't know. It's a... It could be a 16-bit or 32-bit <laughs> game. It could be on SNES or any other system. Um, it's a Vietnam era. It is... Well, well hold on. It's a, a Vietnam era, he thinks. <laughs> yeah, he just, he just knows era. that there were snipers and there were flamethrower guys. It, it could actually have taken place in the Warhammer universe. We'll never actually know because nobody knows this game exists. Okay, so it took, I think, about two to three months, and then we finally figured out that what I had been 
thinking of and had nostalgia for was Descent. Thanks to Damoc. No, all you had to do is get me drunk and talk about that type of game. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know that. That's Descent. And you're like, what? Oh, my God. How yeah. much, Okay, how much have you been drinking? Because we've got to get this game figured out. Because I probably won't sleep tonight either. Uh, well, I, I, I had to quit Command & Conquer because I needed to drink some tequila shots with God for a bit. It's just one of those days. So I've had... Four shots of tequila, I'm three beers in after that, so yeah, I mean, but... Oh, well, look he, at you! He can't give us... He can't give us any fucking details! It's a XCOM-like game, but top-down with Contra-style-type graphics, but it could be Vietnam... But, yeah, God, dude, we went through so many games. And at first, he was very... It's SNES, and it's 16-bit, and then it went from, oh, well... It could have been 32-bit. Well, SNES wasn't 32-bit, and that got into a whole fucking long thing. And now we don't know, dude. It was probably, like, fucking Vietnam 1947 on fucking PC that came out five years ago. Quite possibly, yes. We will maybe find out in a drunken stupor one of these nights. But, um, yeah, I, I'm not... Going back to this Game Gear Mini, not really impressed. But then again, at the same time, unless I go to Japan, there ain't no way that I'm going to be able to play this unless someone's going to sell it to me here in the States. Uh, oh, wow. Free games. Wow, that's nice. So there's some free games from uh, GOG.com that I think you found for us, Cecil. Uh, Cecil. Warmind, Ascent, Ascendant, sorry. Dolores, the Thimbleweed Park mini-adventure. Alcabeth, World of Doom. Beneath a Steel Sky. Bromance, Menace. Oh, I don't think that was me there, lad. No? Pretty sure that was Daymark if it was on GOG. Oh. oh yeah, I get GOG emails, and that was one of them. There's a, it's a relatively decent list. Uh, they're not the greatest games ever, but they are free games. So you know, pick them up. Fuck it, add to your Steam collection or your GOG yeah. collection. Right. Uh, so there's that. So just go to GOG.com. It's their summer sale demos. Um, and heck, you know, if you're stuck inside because of the weather or because of all the craziness of COVID and all this other crap, you know, might as well. But uh, Path of Exile Harvest adds city building to the action RPG. So I think you guys were talking about this in the chat. Um, earlier I was going to argue it, and it's not city building, it's garden building. But before I get completely lost on this and get all interrupty like I already am, uh -huh. uh, on the it's Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on Game Gear. When the game starts, you hold down left one two and start right, and then you wait for the title screen. And when Tails winks three times, you release all the buttons and press start, and it goes to the Master System level select. That was the cheat. Hmm. Awesome. So you can just select any of the levels at that point. You don't have to worry about actually working your way through them right because i don't think the game gear had a really good save system so you would just have to keep restarting over and over and over again so the level select cheat was you know pretty big deal 
I was like that on the PC. I never figured out how to save the damn game. I just had to keep going through it and just like starting from the beginning and working my way through it. But, um, so this Game Gear, uh, I'm sorry, the Grinding Gear Games reveals Path of Exile Summer Expansion Harvest. Um, have they had any other expansions? For Path of Exile, all the expansions are free, and they have one, I believe they're on a very specific release schedule. Ko would probably be the best one to answer this, as he plays it more than any of us. Um, I thought that it was a new league every six months and a new expansion every year or two until they do Path of Exile 2, which is you know still a ways away. So this isn't the first rodeo that they've had. No, not not at all. Like when Path of Exile came out the first time and all that, and they just keep releasing all these expansions, and they're all free. Game's free to play. Well, is it free to play entirely? Because I thought I had to buy it at one point. I'm pretty sure you're gonna have to buy this game. Path of Exiles is free. You just paid a whole bunch of stuff because you wanted to get farther ahead quicker. Oh no, I paid like eighty dollars in cosmetics because you know, fuck it, dude. Who cares? I had a great time playing the game, and I like looking like that tweaked-out jackass. Well, it's on it's on PC um, currently, and it's also on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. But this Path of Exile uh, Harvest expansion is not going to launch until the 19th on PC. And then it launches again on the 22nd for consoles, um, all excluding... Uh, Sega and uh, Nintendo, but uh, they the players are supposed to randomly encounter uh, seed catches in the world, magical roots that will lead the way with seed uh, cat seed catch hidden in each area. Uh, players will interact with the seed cache and it will drop a bounty of different seeds. Uh, you're gonna have a new NPC. Um, then it allows players to travel to the sacred grove. Uh, each seed has a monster associated with it. Uh, wolf seeds, ape seeds, scorpion seeds, and more. Uh, you can plant them in the sacred grove. Some, some simple seeds only take time to grow, but more advanced seeds require complex resources produced by growing simpler seeds. A lot of looting. So it's definitely a loot shoot. But, um, oh, very much. It is a, a huge loot and shoot. And uh, when Cecil mentioned it, we all clicked on it. It was like, oh, shit, there's going to be base building? How are they going to work that shit out in Path of Exile? Uh, they they shouldn't have said city building or base building or anything like that. It is literally you're, you're doing gardening and you're running some cables. And then when your garden is ready, it explodes into monsters. And then you're just going to cleave them all down and... Have a wonderful time and hopefully get some good shit. Nice. So, so the seeds are generally just growing monsters. Um, and then apparently after you, you work your ways up in tiers and then after uh, players can uh, occasionally fight one of the three boss seeds on the... And there's supposedly a super mysterious hyper difficult tier four seed players will need to discover on their own once harvest launches yeah so 
more stuff free that's always great um any thoughts there cecil sorry i was i was figuring out how to play beverly hills cop on the on my guitar what was the question the exile harvest any oh yeah 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 totally not base building but i'm totally interested in it now but again just like daymark i'm I'm all back, back paddling going, geez, do I play now and try to get better or do I just wait and play a new game? So I'll probably just hold off and put, wait and play a new game. Yeah, I know I'm not going to be playing it because I still got too many games that I need to finish or start. But um, so Cecil, how do you feel about a rumored Silent Hill reboot? being a part of uh, this week's PS5 event. All right. I got so hard, I literally passed out. And when I got back up and tried to figure out what happened, I picked up my phone, read the article again, and passed right back out again. That's how I feel about it. So you have strong feelings about this. Gotcha. Uh, Damok, how do you feel about it? Strong like bull. So, did anybody watch the PS5 event? Nope. Not a PS5 aficionado. About four minutes of it. I didn't see anything Silent Hill, though. I haven't seen a single thing Silent Hill. There's no mention of it at all whatsoever. That sounds more like... Coming from the site, what is it? Games Radar? I don't know how good the reporting is. It's not a site that I normally use. Um, but I haven't seen anything except for them say something about a Silent Hill reboot type deal and being a PS5 thing. I think it was clickbait. Well, if it's not on there, then yeah, it probably is. Just that. Oh, well. So... What else do we got here? Um, Steam Cloud Play enters beta and partners up with GeForce now. Oh, so Steam and NVIDIA are partnering up. Uh, Cloud-based play to games from your Steam library has been floating around for some time now. Valve appears to have taken the speculation to heart, letting loose that um, what the company names Steam Cloud Play. Have you guys had any interest in this? This is the first time that I was hearing about it when you posted the articles. I, I missed the news on this. It sounds interesting. Um... And they're already partnering to use NVIDIA GeForce Now, so I I really got to read some details because with all the weirdness with GeForce Now, is Steam literally just going to offer up your entire library on GeForce Now, which would violate... No? Okay. Yeah, I, I need to read the details. Yeah, they're, they're going to run it with a limited amount of games, but they're quoting that's due to limited server capacity. And it's ongoing partner with GeForce Now. So, I mean, GeForce Now had a very long list. So if that's a comparison to what Steam could be calling a limited library, that's not a short list. I mean, there's a lot of games oh, you can okay. play on there. 
Okay, doing the quick skim of it, now I understand it. Steam has just opted in to GeForce Now so that you can use Steam and any developer that has opted in and you already own the game on Steam, you can go ahead and play from your Steam library. But Steam's not offering anything. Just allowing GeForce Now to, or Steam to work on the GeForce Now platform. Which means you log into your GeForce Now account, log into your Steam account, or at least link them, and when you did in and all the games that you have with at the very bottom, developers must manually opt in the games they wish to make available. Alright, so... Okay, I guess it just brings my Steam library in, which is just the same thing that Epic's, Epic Game Store did where they supported GeForce Now. And you can log into your GeForce Now account, and you log into your Epic Game Store account, and you get all your Epic games that are opted in. Have you used GeForce Now yet? No, I, I did the the Stadia thing, and I haven't used the GeForce Now yet. Okay. Yeah, because GeForce Now has actually has always been that way. When you log in, you actually logged into Steam. If it was a Steam game. Well, then game. what the fuck is Steam Cloud Play? Because I can't figure it from this gibberish article yeah. what it is. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I, I read a couple of different articles, and I, I honestly was not following exactly what it was. It sounded like they were trying to optimize it. But then I found one that was contradictory to that. Uh, it just says that in the most recent patch, Steam revealed Steam Cloud Play was included as an unannounced feature with this new add-on and the recent Steam Cloud function. It all clicks together, and now you can play your Steam library on GeForce Now. Well, eh, whatever. As I say, when when GeForce Now came out, that's exactly how I played. Oh, what 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 does this say? Steam Cloud under Steam Workshops to, or Steam Works documentation. That's got to be something, right? That's what I'm reading right now. So currently, Nvidia GeForce Now is available in North America. Blah blah. blah. It connects to your Steam account. It looks like yeah. Uh, so what they did is they included your cloud saves. And they basically just incorporated Steam better and officially into GeForce Now. Instead of what they had before, which I guess was unofficial. So what they're yeah. saying, oh uh, yeah, so it, it's all about their storage of their of your save files so that you can use your save files across multiple platforms as well as download them directly to your PC as soon as you're as soon as you're done using them. Which is nice the whole point of having a cloud play system kind of like what the cloud that they use for uh, xbox i can pick it up in any console well and that's one of the things that i i really think like cloud technology just in general has, has really like that i can i can play a game delete it off of my computer six months later reinstall it and then pick right back up where i left off that's is fantastic. I know it's a silly, it's old, it's or it's old, it's old news, but I still find it an amazing piece of technology. Oh, I absolutely love cloud saves and particularly Steam cloud saves because, ah, oh man, I, I I deleted the game because I wasn't playing it for a while. And you're right, six months or four years later, and you reinstall the game, you're like, oh shit. I didn't lose all my saves. They came back. Yeah, love it.
Yeah, actually, the, the first game that I re- that that really helped with was the original Borderlands. Hadn't played that game forever. Then all of a sudden, I fired it back up, and I'm like, what the hell is this? Why do I have four characters in here? Oh, God, these are the characters I was playing before. This is great. And then you put it away for a year, and then I decide, hey, let's play again. No, actually, it's when we started playing it that it was like, hey, I got my four characters. And then, yes, you're right. We put it away for a year because you stopped playing for a year. And then we picked it back up. And I think your exact comments were, I don't remember where we are. And, I, and, and yes. I'm pretty confident all I said to you were, shoot things in the face. That's right. Well, um, speaking of capacities and limited uh, space, um, they've got a new gaming laptop coming up um, with an AMD graphics... Uh, it's according to Gizmode, um, it's the first gaming laptop with AMD, and it's supposedly fast, wicked cheap, and wicked hot. So I don't know if that means hot to the lap or just hot as in cool. That was what I was worried about, and I had to actually read part of the article. Temperature. And it's not the first AMD gaming laptop it's just the big one they're saying is it's now like the fastest and best and cheap fucking laptop because it's using amd to do it but when they say wicked hot they're talking about temperature hot like cecil just said oh yeah quick. it's bad oh yeah it, <laughs> it it gets so hot and the article actually i, I forgot the joke that they made that but it, it it literally gets it gets comically hot well, that's not good because um, you don't want that crap burning up, especially on your lap. Um, I mean, I don't keep. I don't. My, I, my I have a Predator Helios uh, 300, and I don't play with it on my lap. I usually play with it on my desk. But I mean, it's got a wicked good fan and keeping it cool. Yeah, but the, where if you read the article, it actually starts talking about that the keyboard, the actual top of the laptop, oh, gets yeah. hot. Yeah, they say the entire thing is untouchable from the monitor to the keyboard to the bottom of it. It's one of those, you hook it up, you connect it to an external monitor, and you have your own keyboard and mouse as well plugged in. But who the fuck? No, dude. It would just... No. So, he played... Um... He was running Overwatch on Ultra at 120 hertz, averaging 77 FPS on high. It was a very nice 110 FPS, but I could still only play two five-minute games before the heat coming through the keyboard became uncomfortable and worrisome. 88 Fahrenheit. 88 degrees Fahrenheit from the keyboard. Wow. That's CPU impressive. routinely hits temperatures as high as 100 to 105 degrees Celsius. Damn. Yeah, that's uh, that's not uh, it's not cool. Because the water boils at 100 degrees. So that's uh, yeah. 
It said the the chassis temperature peaked at 31 Celsius. Was 88 Fahrenheit while streaming a video. It wasn't even gaming, and the keyboard got to 88 degrees Fahrenheit. I feel like we need Doc Brown right now here just to keep saying the word 88. Right, I can't get over it, dude. It's great. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that's really bad. It's not uh, as bad as sticking. I mean, it's great benchmarks, but you know, speed and all this stuff, but it's not comfortable. Dude, that's beyond bad, man. Like, it costs twelve hundred bucks, and you're like, sure, I can game it twelve hundred dollars if you know. God damn, you cannot. I mean, so how long did the games go for when it reached critical temperatures and then just shut itself down for the next four days while it cooled off? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, uh. is that it's, it's heat management, let it get up so high, but you got to remember, all those AMD chips, as soon as they really start to get hot, they don't actually shut down, they just throttle back. Like, my Threadripper. I didn't have the pump going for about 20 minutes, and I didn't notice. All I noticed was my, my computer was going much slower, and it just kept getting more and more slow. It never actually shut down. That's fucking scary, man. I know. <laughs> a Threadripper in 20 minutes with no fucking heat throttling? Well, no, no. It, it, it had throttling. It took, it took it, and it literally dropped it down to about, I think, 100 hertz. But, uh, and all I was sitting here was going, why is my computer running so damn slow? And then I, I realized that, what's that smell? God, it's getting hot in here. So, of course, I took off all my clothes. Right. <laughs> That's the Pentium 2 days, man. Man, it got down to 100 hertz. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, you, no, but you're missing a great idea here. I mean, this is a functional laptop. Not only, not only can you play games at 1080p, but you can also cook your breakfast right on top of the laptop while you're waiting. Yeah, right? I, I was thinking that too. Like, man, that would be fucking great. Just wake up in the morning, fucking power up the game, lay out your toast, your eggs, fucking start playing within 20, 30 minutes, man. You'd be good to go. Breakfast while you're getting done with your match and your PC's turning off because it overheated. No, th think, about the, think about the applications of this. You... You don't even need, like, it, it was even heating up when you were watching videos and stuff. You could be using this as your work laptop and heating up your lunch all day long while you're just doing your normal teleworking. So, I've got mine running right now with the camera and it's hooked, and it's got the HDMI cable hooked up to the, the external monitor as well. And I'm running it on auto normal overclocking 1404 megahertz and we're looking at 74 degrees for the cpu gpus running at 61 degrees Se 70 wait did you say 74 degrees celsius or fahrenheit celsius holy shit dude yeah. turn your shit off man you're fucked you're gonna set the house on fire I've got my machine overclocked to just under four gigahertz, like three point nine five. But I've got it. I've got that. I've got what do I've got here? I've got I've got 
Steam open, I've got Audacity, I've got Discord with video going, I've got my schoolwork going, so I've got PowerPoint and, and Word, I've got my Google Chrome open because I've got it logged into my school, and I'm running at about 36 degrees centigrade. Well, I don't know, maybe I need to dust off the fans. It's been, I've had it for a couple of years at this point, but we I need- mean, it's, st- it's still cool to the touch. What are you using to measure your temperatures right now? Uh, I'm using Predator Sense, which is an application built into that came with the laptop. It's, you know, part of the Predator model. So. It's not bad. Look, whatever you do, don't ever leave that thing on and leave the room. I mean, I normally turn it off when I'm not using it. I don't let it sleep. Thank God. No, no, it it won't sleep. God, that's not a good temperature. At those temperatures, it won't sleep. Uh, I mean, I don't know what temp... So so you guys think I should be having this running at a cooler temperature the entire time? If you're barely doing anything on it, it shouldn't be kicking up past... I mean, and this is like... Really saying heat management is doing sucky on it. It shouldn't go past 60 degrees. Mm. I mean, I guess. How hot is it in that room? I mean, the room gets kind of warm. You, and that's you without think? the. No, no, without, that's without the laptop running. Like, this room just gets warm normally. Like it's for some reason, some some screwy thing with the AC system. Like it, there's hardly anything that comes out of that vent. All right, I just want to put this in perspective. How hot did you say that was? Seventy-one degrees. Yep. Okay, just to put it into perspective, that's a hundred and sixty degrees Fahrenheit. I know. I can change the units on this. It's one hundred and sixty-eight degrees Fahrenheit. That's that's hot. Yeah, but mine doesn't feel like it's burning. Like, that's one of the nice things about this is it's not... Then your software is not reporting your temperatures correctly. I really hope so, because, man, if you're hit... That thing's hitting at 71 degrees. Holy hell. Okay, on the side of your computer, what, what does the air feel like coming out of it? Does it feel like it's melting your hand off? Nope. Feels cool. Cool to the touch. I don't know. All right, your your machine is either not transferring heat anywhere, meaning your heatsink has come completely detached from your CPU and it's just sitting there melting, or that software is shite. Oh well, <laughs> ain't nothing I can do about that, that, that. That's bad software, man. Check recording chat and download CPU ID HW monitor because I've got. Uh, at least 30 Chrome tabs open. I've got a couple alt-tabbed applications going. I'm doing the video, the audio, and all of that, and I'm at 36 degrees Celsius. And when I game hardcore, I might go up to 60. All right. I will give that a go. And in the meantime... No, 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 no. We'll wait. This is important. (laughs) Uh, well, Well, in the meantime... Let's let's talk about uh, Ridley Scott here and his. Oh, um, oh, I can talk about Ridley Scott. His film about. Sorry, hang on. I gotta move these windows out of the way. 
Oh, crud, I gotta... All right, all right, you take care of that. I'll take care of this. Okay, so anybody who knows Ridley Scott, you know who Ridley Scott is. He's he's the he's the the brains behind the aliens, um, not 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 the aliens as in the the UFOs that fly over and and take you away and shove a probe up your ass, but the xenomorph ones with the big scary mouths and they punch out and they take you out. So, they're talking about making a third prequel, and this one is supposedly all about the xenomorph eggs. Now, while Damoc can sit there and talk for literally ever on Command and Conquer. I can talk literally forever about the Aliens movies. Okay, so, quick poll. Everybody seen Alien, right? Just raise your hand. Doesn't matter if they can see. All right, everybody seen Alien. Okay, well, you're not talking right now. You're muted, but just raise your hand if you've actually seen Alien. Okay, Blue, you're not. So I've yeah I've seen it actually. Well, what the so fuck? Why'd you put your hand up, man? Nah, it's, I just gotta update you on the fact that it's uh. So why is it giving me Toshi? Oh, Toshiba must be a component for what? Maybe that's my uh, hard drive. But anyway, uh, the Intel graphics card is coming in at thirty-three degrees Celsius. The GPU's coming in at 64 degrees Celsius. Oh, share your screen, man. Just share your bloody screen. The NVIDIA is coming in. GPU's coming in at 64 degrees. All right, dude, scroll down about halfway, and it will tell you if you have an Intel or AMD CPU, right? I've got an i7 6700K. I've got it overclocked to 4.6 gigahertz. And the max temperature that this has reached under full stress is 60 degrees Celsius. So just scroll down to your processor and go to the temperatures and tell me what your cores are. Scroll down to processors. No, right, there, right, right there. Right there. So go up. Holy shit, dude. Yeah, you're outside of okay ranges, like 80 should be the max ever. Yeah. Right? 75 to 80 degrees under full load. And you're running hot, really hot right now. All right, I take it back. Your uh your software was not shite. However, so- you may want to start using that laptop by leaving it in the freezer while you use it. <laughs> um maybe I just need to Figure out a way to dust the fans off so it's get a better airflow out here. I mean, it's not sitting on a stand, so I know there's... If most of the fans are in the back, but I know there's still a fan that comes underneath here at the base. All right, is the bottom so that, hot? I'm touching it right now with my hand, and I'm fine. There's no way it's, the inside of that thing is at 160 degrees Fahrenheit, and it can't. it doesn't feel hot. I don't want to tell you guys. Dude, like, his minimum is 66 Celsius, right? So it's 150 degrees minimum, and it's jumping at least to 160 to 170. That thing would burn the fuck out of your hand. Yeah, so, like, hot, like, it it feels feels warm. All right, all right. Maybe maybe you've lost temperature sensors in your hand. 
Put it on your bare testicles. And no thank you, sir. And I haven't lost feeling in my hand. I've burned my hand before. Exactly. You burnt it. You just burnt the temperature sensors <laughs> right out of it. I know. I did it when I was 14. It happens. Don't worry. Set it on your balls. That will tell us if it's hot or not. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. I got to unhook all these damn cables. But, um, oh, yeah. That's that's the reason why you're not going to do it. All the damn cables. I like where you went for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I'd sit on my lap before anything. I don't know. See, see, you've already relented to put it into your lap. So, I mean, I'm inching my way there. It's almost to your balls. Not gonna happen, Cecil. <laughs> Not gonna happen. <laughs> we got so serious in the beginning, and then you see how long that lasts. I don't know. And I'm not it's... even drinking. I mean, it's warm air coming out, but it doesn't feel like it's... Oh, here we go. So here's a problem. He put his hand under the CPU and went, oh, whoa, that's really hot right there. No, it's, uh... Feels like it's coming out of one side and it's not coming out the other. Yeah, take the, the fucking back case off, get a can of dust off, dude, spray the shit out of the fan areas, Yeah, and then recheck your temperatures. That's probably what it needs, because, I mean, it's been... It's been about two years. Or, I think or I've, I've got a much better idea. Daymok no. and I fly down to your place. You fund a little bit of research here, and we build your desktop. Not yeah, spending dude, money on that. That's, that, that's acceptable. Uh, well, okay, look, I've got some spare parts I'm willing to throw in. It's me too. So, I've got RAM right yeah. here. Right? You just need, like, motherboard, processor, graphics card. I got a case, power supply. He's got RAM. Like, we can get some shit together, man. You already have a keyboard, mouse, microphone, right? You're using an external microphone. You have an external keyboard and mouse, though, right? I have two. I have the uh, Logitech uh, Perfect. Bluetooth. You don't even need to tell us what you have. You've got two of them. means you've got one for the laptop, one for the desktop you're about to build. We've got this down. Yeah, we'll see about that, because then i got to buy a webcam. Nah, dude, we, we can get a cheap webcam. That's not a problem. Wait a minute. You've got an Xbox, right? That's got a connect attached to it? Uh, yeah. We can I'll make it work. I to connect. I'd have to get some sort of conversion to connect it to mine. Look, I've made balls out of less. I can do this. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll see what we about said, that. man. Come on. Two fucking popsicle sticks and a rubber band. That's the best uh, pocket pussy well, I ever well, had. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see about that, folks. All right, fine. We'll, well if you're it. not going to build a PC, how about you relent and we get custom-built lightsabers instead? I mean, I'm all down for that. I mean, those... I really wanted to get one of those when I went to, to uh, Disney, but, uh, yeah, those are really fucking expensive. <laughs> oh, this is just a side joke, because I, I just saw Daymark, like, his head just fell... <laughs> It it was all part of a joke. I was trying to convince him and Cove doing it last night. All right, so Ridley Scott says prequel film about the xenomorph egg in his next idea. So all right, so so here's the question: Did did you guys watch Prometheus and Alien Covenant? No. All right, I did. Yes, I've right, seen all of it. Blue? Why? Because they weren't horror. No, 
just don't have an interest in it. I oh. saw Alien. I just never really went over to the rest of the stuff. I've watched YouTube videos summarizing the story. Oh, right. so hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I got an idea. You've never seen Aliens. Parts of it. Seeing the original Alien. Bl- Blue, I'm dying inside right now. I'm seriously I'm dying a, inside. The sci-fi horror. Okay, Aliens, well, okay, maybe a slightly horror-ish, but it's more suspense than it is horror. Okay, bud. Well, anyways, so Alien, uh, Prometheus came out, which was the prequel that nobody asked for, but in my opinion, the one I really needed. And then Alien Covenant came out, which was a direct sequel to Prometheus. So this new one that they're talking about coming out with is supposedly, I'm hoping it's going to introduce how the first original hive showed up. Maybe, and here's crushing my fingers, maybe it will lead us directly into what happened on LV426, where you actually found the original jockey. Do you guys remember LV426? It's the it was the original planet where they discovered the uh, Prometheans. The, the the spaceship. The engineers is what they ended up being called later. Engineers, okay, yes. yeah. And it's the same planet that they went to in Aliens, and actually in the extended cut of Aliens, you actually see where. Oh God, what the hell was that little girl's name? God, it's escaping me now. Newt. The little, gay, little girl's name was Newt. You actually see at the beginning a herd father. They go out to the alien spaceship, and when they come back, you actually see a face hugger on him. I think it's on him. And uh, Newt starts screaming like crazy, and that's actually the beginning of the movie versus the original beginning of the movie, which had nothing like that in it. Uh, okay, so th- this is this is weird. Alien, nineteen ninety or nineteen seventy nine, horror. Sci-fi. Aliens, 1986. Action-adventure sci-fi. Because Aliens is not a horror movie. It's an action movie. Bullshit. All right, how about this? You set up a time. We will watch the movie. No, if at I've any seen, point in time I've... you say this is scary, then I don't know. I'll drink. Oh, hey, it's Bitch Shark with a cat. Yeah. What the hell is this? Is that a is that stuffed? Oh God, no! It's moving. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I've seen Tether. I love the pants. And she lo- he loves the pants on. I've seen parts of this movie. I remember seeing this. Is it? It, it can't be that cold in there, though. Did you get your peaches and butt text? <laughs> I'm sure I did. <laughs> <laughs> A- ask her if she's cold because from this position it looks like she's cold no she just likes wearing long pants to bed that's uh, not what I'm talking about though okay whatever <laughs> moving on we're going back to what we're talking about Ridley Scott aliens <gasps> my participation trophy <laughs> oh my god <laughs> are you gonna send it to us we're actually going to come down there and build the desktop. So yes, it will be sent. He says that we're actually they're actually going to come down here and build a desktop. So yes, it will be sent. Oh, that cat <laughs> sounds pissed. 
Uh, he's just whiny. I love it. I want it. Yes, that oh, was the the night that we did the the podcast last week, and I bought them, and they came in a pack of twelve. I so want now, it. yes, I, I I got lazy this week. I've had a lot on my plate, but I will get these in the mail as soon as I can. <laughs> All right, so continue, continue, well, Cecil. No, no, we're we're gonna take that sound clip of her saying "I want it," and that is totally becoming one of the intros now. Okay, whatever. You want to edit the show? I'll let you do it. Oh, that's happening. <laughs> All right, so continue. No, no, I'm just I'm I'm super excited about uh about another prequel for the aliens because uh, I I thought I I loved where Prometheus how Prometheus left off at a cliffhanger, but it left off at a cliffhanger that if that was the end of it, you just go like your imagination would just go friggin' wild, and Alien Covenant kind of ended in the same way. So, so I, I don't want to ruin it for anybody who's, who hasn't watched either one of the movies. But each one of them end in a way that you go, there's more to this story. There has to be more to the story. But the way it ends and, you, and, and the way that the Alien series has always gone, you think to yourself, am I going to get more of that story? Or is this, is this it? Is this all I'm going to get? Um, so I'm, I'm, I, being an Aliens nerd, am super excited and cannot wait to see what they actually come out with. Especially, I mean, okay, Alien Covenant did not not exactly do fantastic in the theaters. Alien Covenant actually did less than Prometheus did. And and people hated Prometheus. People did hate Prometheus. Like, I gotta say, I had to watch it a second time to get any part of it. I did not like it the first round through, but I wasn't following what it actually was the first time. I, I absolutely agreed. See, I, when I heard Prometheus, I thought to myself, oh, great, this is an Aliens movie. And it was about three quarters of the way through when I realized, oh, this isn't an Aliens movie. And then finally, when it hit the end, I went, oh, my God, this is an Aliens movie. Yeah, it was kind of all over the place the first time I watched it, and I was like, oh, 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 okay, oh, wait, no, uh, yeah, okay, where do I go from here, do I, do I, do I watch Aliens, I don't know what the fuck this is, second watch through, I understood what I was looking at, and it was easier to go forward. And there were so many little things in Prometheus that, that, that really just made, made you scratch your head and go, okay, so how did this all work, because I mean, if you, if you watch the movie, and, and like you really start to tear it apart, you realize that humans are literally an experiment. That's how they explain this off. We're, we're literally an experiment. One of the engineers drank that ooze, which was the blood of their, what the hell was it, the blood of their god or whatever. Which if you find out, if you actually watch and you pay attention, there's actually a whole bunch of like deleted scenes and all this other stuff. But, um... When they first walk into that that big egg chamber, I say egg chamber, where where they were stored all of those black goo, so you see there's this big like diorama or, or or kind of statue thing built into the wall of what looks like a xenomorph, and when you watch it, you're like, why the hell did they, are they worshiping a xenomorph? It turns out that if if you start digging in, that xenomorph was actually the god that they extracted this blood from, that they made all these different experiments. 
And they kept trying to make it. That's why the black goo's there. Everybody's always thinking, oh, God, the black goo, it's, it's, it's some biological weapon that they're... No, no, I mean, it, they might have ended up using it like that. But the black goo was them trying to recreate their god's blood. Oh, man, there's just so much to that movie. I'm glad you're enjoying that, Cecil. Oh, man, as I said, I'm a total Aliens nerd. Like, so the Aliens movie, the Aliens movies are the only other movies, the only movies I've watched or or only movies I've tracked down the original scripts for and read them. The only other movie I did that with was the original Crow. And that's because I wanted to see what their original idea was for that. If you read the, the original scripts for these movies, there is so much lore in there that they just did not put in. It's 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 really great. I'm I'm super excited and, and I, I I'm hoping that I'm hoping that they give a little bit of closure because usually they do things in trilogies and they like to kinda of like tie things up in a trilogy. However, if they don't I hope that they make at least enough money to keep the stories going because I really want to see where this goes. Did did, did you read any, did, by any chance, any of you read any of the books, the alien books? Nope. I did not, know. Okay, so that's how much of a super nerd I am. I actually read the aliens books. I mean, that doesn't really make you a super nerd. That just makes you a good fan. Like, I read a lot of Warhammer books and now... The Warhammer books that I have read, I'm now listening to them on audiobook because, yeah, I really like where people make up the voices. No, you're a super nerd. Don't don't try to tell your, talk yourself out of it. I'm a super nerd. You're a super nerd. That's why we're on a podcast called Games, Nerds, and Alcohol. Also, why I'm doing yeah, a voice. Story. Some of us are nerdier than others, though. Oh, you're a super nerd, too. Don't you even try to back out of it. You know you are. Hmm. I have I have uh, all the uh, Dune books on uh, audio, and I have listened to all of them. Well, Jesus Christ, you've listened to all the Dune books. Can you tell mm-hmm. me anything about the lore? Yeah. Well, okay, okay. Let me let me clarify that. I've listened to all of the main ones. Oh, so you haven't but even gotten into the child Children of Dune? No, I haven't done. Ch- no, no. Sorry, sorry. What is it? Uh, da, da, da. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Okay, so which Dune movie do you support? I haven't actually watched any of the Dune movies. Well, see, that's I, that's a tough... That's I, such a tough question, though. Which Dune movie do you support? Because, I mean, the, the original Dune movie, while it was really nothing like the books, was really fantastic. So then when they did yeah, the miniseries, like the miniseries was way closer to the book, but it just it, it was missing something. Just it didn't have I can't put my finger on it, but it just didn't have something. Plus okay. the original one had Patrick Stewart in it. Y- yes. So I have listen I have Dune, Dune Messiah, Children of Dune, God Emperor of Dune. Heretics of Dune, Chapter House of Dune, Hunters of Dune. That's way uh, off the course of the originals, man. <laughs> that's that's like the whole no, series there. No. Yeah, so okay, so there was like there was like uh something that went into things like uh House Harkonnen, 
uh, House of Trades. Yeah, th- th- those were, Trace. okay. So you read the books before Frank Herbert went and did peyote. Uh, I I think it was Brian who did those. I was Frank did the his, he did the original one. His son Brian and uh, what was his co-author's name? Uh, Kevin Anderson. They started going into like the house tray. Oh tray. yeah, no, no. I I never I never went into any of those. Yeah, so I mean, like I've done like the like the Battle of Corin, the Machine Crusade, the Butlerian Jihad, the Sandworms of well, the Sandworms of Dune. Is that the um? Hmm. Sandworms are Dune. Where where are you going? So, I'm trying to remember because there's like there's stuff that happens prior to Dune. And I'm trying to remember if sandworms came prior to Dune. All right. Well, here's the real question. Did you ever play yeah. the Dune game on PC? This guy did because it was made by Westwood Studios. Yeah. And Westwood Studios just revamped the Command & Conquer series and Dune was right before Command & Conquer. Yeah, I played the show. Dune 2000 by Westwood Studios. No, no, I'm not talking about Dune 2000. I'm talking about the original Dune CD. Oh. Yeah, so, all right, so here we go. Brian Herbert and Kevin Anderson, they did Paul of Dune, The Winds of Dune, Sister House of Dune, Navigators of Dune, Dune House Coronado, Mentas of Dune, uh, House Harkonnen, House Atreides. What the hell is this Navigators of Dune? Is this new? I don't remember. This is all like this is all like filling in, like talking about. Holy crap! This was released in 2016. Yeah, so this is like stuff that he his his son did to fail to fill in like the history. Like his father apparently like left behind all these notes about all these different groups, uh, and that's how they were able to make the prequels to Dune to talk about how humanity got to this point. And how the machines became this evil thing and, you know, what they were before. Like, there were cyborgs. They were just brains, brains in cases, on you know, attached to these giant killing machines. Yeah, I've read, I've read, um, shit. It was, I think it was like Heretics of Dune. Oh. It was like there. I read Dune, and there was like Heretics of Dune, and there was one other one, and I can't remember what the hell the name of it is. Maybe it was Dune Messiah. No, no, no. It was Children of Dune. It was definitely Children of Dune. Yeah. I don't know. Are you guys excited for uh, the new Dune movie coming out December eighteenth, twenty twenty? It's going to be a two-parter. I've, I have hope that that's going to be good. Because I feel like it's, it's going to be a two-part adaptation directly of the 1965 novels. Yeah, because I feel like that's what it needs to be. Like it needs to be a long-ass movie. So, but anyway, we're 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 prattling on here, and we're getting long. Uh, so uh, I wish I were getting long. Because I'm long and I'm strong, and I'm down to get the friction on. <laughs> 
Cecil, why don't you tell the good people where they can find you? Well, if you take a nip over the pond, you can find me over there. Chilling out with the good old Loch Ness. No, I don't know where the hell you can find me. Cecil versus Games. Cecil Xavier, like everywhere else. Discord, you can find me there. And I pretty much just follow Blue around and just take pictures of him in his little brother's shirt. Alright, and Daymark, where can the good people find you? See, I upped that game a little bit there, Cecil. I bribed his wife with a participation trophy, so now she takes pictures of him in his little brother's shirt for me, and I get some exclusive pictures. Because, you know, he lets her into every room in the house. I see but mostly, how mostly, you can find me trolling the GNA podcast Discord. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Blue Shark 45 And if you happen to be a member of the gym that I am a part of, you can see me occasionally sweaty and lifting weights without a t-shirt on uh, during most workouts. Uh, but if not, if that's not your thing, which I fully understand and support, you can also find me on the GNA Discord. You can also find me on Twitter at BlueShark45. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to play games with me, you can hit us, me up on the GNA Discord. We hope you enjoyed the show, GNA, Games, Nerds, and Alcohol. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Reviews help people find the show. So if you enjoy listening to us, let other people know. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, Podcast Addict, Player FM, Stitcher, Spreaker, MyTuner, Your Listen, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and a whole bunch of other places. If we aren't someplace, let us know. We'll upload there. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook by searching at GNA Podcast. You can also join our Discord chat. Just see the pinned tweet. We do a game show night every first Saturday of every month on Mixer at www.mixer.com forward slash GNA Podcast. Join us every Wednesday night at 19.30 Eastern Time on cast.gg for Anime Night, hosted by Blue Shark 45 And join us every second Saturday of the month for Horror Movie Night, hosted by Zyberblood. We want to thank Morgan BS Photography for our artwork and logo. Check him out at morganbs.com. And please email us at GNA Podcast at GNA in your DNA dot one with all your questions, comments, or death threats. We would love to hear from you. And last but not least, please be sure to check out our website at www.gnapodcast.com. Damoc, you 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 want to talk about our website? Well hold on, hold on. Let's let's first before we go into any websites here, we know hunt one hundred percent soon as you invited them to watch you at the gym, you know every one of our fans are going to fly over from wherever the hell they are to just sit yeah, there and Yeah, but they got to find the gym. Oh, well, I'll be posting that later. <laughs> okay. Daymark website! www.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.w.
Oh yeah. Catch you later. I'm gonna play some Command and Conquer, man. Shit. Sure.